This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast, Raw Rundown. We are your favorite entertainment news duo with more than two decades of experience. My name is Adam Glynn. Over there is Dax Holt. This is the Raw Rundown, where we give you the top 10 stories of the week so you know everything you know what's going on in the world of pop culture and entertainment news. Dex, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm. Uh, we got a busy day. We're going to be recording this podcast. Then we've got another pod. We can tell people who we got coming on for next week, right? Are we going to change the day? Are, is our release date changing I for next week? I don't know. So we should not release who it is. But I'm really excited for this person we have coming on because I have a lot of questions. I had to read their book and their book I was obsessed with it's a great it's hopefully so this guest is thing. good and hopefully they deliver yeah so we're we're supposed to do an interview in the next couple minutes after we finish the raw rundown next week might be a little funky so keep an eye on your feed we may be releasing early that's all i can say right now uh just because things are up in the air we haven't recorded yet so we don't want to over promise uh but just keep an eye on your feed next week because we may have to release a, an interview a couple days earlier than we normally do so do you want to talk about why about Here's the inside. Should we give him a little tea and a little inside sure. of why we're releasing early? So what happens is we're, we're going to have a guest on the podcast and they're supposed to come on in like 25 minutes. So we actually have to cut down and go to this interview. But we're releasing it early because we're afraid that this person is going to do media in the earlier of the week and they're going to make headlines. And we want to be the first one to kind of break the news regarding this person and some of the stuff and tea that they got going on in their life. Exactly. So we're going to. So, yeah, I mean, it's just release. a new cycle thing. We're trying to beat other people to the punch. Exactly. All right. So there's that. So there's busy that. day. We got the raw rundown. Let's get into it um, so that we can uh, get going. Yes. Uh, before we get to the raw rundown, we read reviews. We love them. We love them so much. We like to give you a shout out on the air. Dax, do you have a review ready for us? I do. All right. This one comes from Dreama. M and says poppy culture is the headline five stars. Hi, I just wanted to say I love what you guys do. It's always so easy to listen while I'm cleaning, cooking, working out, etc. Just wanted to say thank you. Well, thank you, Dreama. Uh, appreciate you taking the time, leaving us that review. Five stars means a lot to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. And keep the reviews coming. It's the best thing to do to support this podcast. Let's get into the raw rundown, starting with number 10 decks. Ooh, number 10. It was actually a pretty decent week, I would say, for entertainment news. Um, but one person who wasn't enjoying the spotlight was probably Larsa Pippen. She was getting slammed this week uh, over a social media uh, photo that she put up. If you happen to see it, she was sitting on the beach in a black bikini, legs kind of open, and uh, all she did was a caption that said, sunshine on my mind. And people started going after her, saying this was a big thirst trap. But not only that, saying that she heavily edited her photo, photoshopped it down, um, and basically were railing on her, saying she needs to leave this kind of content for OnlyFans. She has children. What is she doing? So I'm looking at this photo right now. I should actually put this up on, on so people on the Facebook page can see it. I'm looking at the photo. Does it look that bad? I don't understand no. why everyone's freaking out over this photo. No, sunshine wasn't just on her face. It was also on her vagina. It's a great photo because <laughs> um, she really pushes it out. Great photo. She deleted the photo. 
she she I, ended up deleting it and they said it was because of her dad her dad like hit her up and said this is like too much so this is the photo if you're on the the youtube page we're, we're putting it up right now i i feel like i see so much worse on social media i don't know why people are dragging her so hard for this one no i agree with you the photo did not look that bad to me she looks good i and actually i saw the photo before it kind of made news mm-hmm. um i thought the photos look good she, she it stopped me when i was like scrolling on instagram i was like ooh, and of so course do I'm you like, feel like it's heavily photoshopped because again maybe i'm just so used to seeing so many photoshopped images these days i, I don't know I, I mean i'm not seeing any like chairs twisted in the back you know when you see someone like crop it in and like chair legs get wavy and stuff like that I, I don't know. i'm not the photoshop police so i don't really care and to be honest with you, like if she was really photoshopping it there's some guys in the background they're just kind of workers working at the um the beach club or resort where she's at so i i didn't think it was that bad um it's a great photo um People just love to hate it's really what it comes down to they just love to hate in general yeah. but larsa takes a really good like she took notes from being friends with kim kardashian and mm-hmm. i feel like she works with the hate hate is a good thing because it's good for her brand it brings eyeballs to her i mean people are curious about her she keeps her name um in the news i i mm-hmm. didn't think it was that for, compared to all the photos on instagram i don't understand why she got so much backlash regarding this photo which yes she did delete but like you said she deleted because her father disapproved it people so, are saying let, her, let me, like you should be ashamed of your, your kid should be ashamed of yourself i was gonna say let sure me just said. read some of the comments some of the comments said one person said you have grown boys please respect yourself another said you should have saved this pics for only fan another said i get used uh, i get using photoshop if you're insecure about something but if you don't like the way your crotch looks why expose it like that you can literally see individual pixels from airbrushing Another person said, the no creases in the pelvis. I hate our beauty standards and excessive Photoshopping. I just know somewhere out there is judging their own crotch because of this fake photo. All bad. Imagine kids scrolling and seeing this. Another, close your legs, please. A desperate, uh, If desperate was a picture, put it away, love. I, I'm like, damn, people. Uh, I don't know. You I know, <laughs> it's so funny. I'm trying to see if there is photoshopping this and i'm like zooming into her crotch i'm like zooming into her side like i'm being the pervert kind of zoom and try to see if there's any photoshop here but the thing is too also if there is photoshop i don't care i don't hold larsa pippen as the beauty standard whatever makes her feel good and you know it's who cares i don't know why people are wasting time or energy on this however it could be larsa pippen's team also using this to keep her name in the news and it adds you know excitement or Keep, yeah, keeps her relevant. Well, the fact really that keeps her relevant. The picture made news. Her deleting the picture made news. Apparently, her, they're saying her dad reached out to her, was not uh, impressed by the photo. Kind of like it was the same dad that wasn't impressed with her being on OnlyFans, even though there was no nudity. Got her to delete her OnlyFans. So he's had a, a history with her being too sexy and him not liking it. So whatever, it's down. We can all move along with our lives now. Yeah. Dax, moving along. Let's let's definitely move past this to number nine. Uh, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski got wrapped up into uh, divorce rumors after the Golden Globes. I don't know if you saw there was this video that was going around TikTok. CBS had put it up, and it's Emily and John, and they're talking on the red carpet, and it looks like he says, "Like I can't wait for this divorce." 
it looks like that's what he mouths. And so everyone was like, oh, my God, is he talking about a divorce? Are they actually getting divorced? And all these rumors start flying around um, with people thinking they're divorcing. Well, there was one insider who I can tell you talked to us weekly who said they are doing just fine. They are laughing at all of these rumors going around. The insider is saying that there's no issue with them. They're absolutely not talking about divorce. They think the rumors are funny and ridiculous. Uh, There was, however, a lip reader on TikTok who went and said what they are actually or what he's actually saying. and, And she's saying is, I guess Emily said something. It's chilly here, right? And he responded with, can't wait till we're indoors. It's windy. So that lip reader is saying there is absolutely no divorce word in there. People are reading it wrong. Um, still, uh, we've got a couple lip reading stories in this this episode. This is at least yeah. one of two. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this made a lot of news uh, this week. Dude, the lip reading is getting out of control. First, the lip reading with John Krasinski um, and Emily Blunt, and then... People got into lip reading regarding Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift. Uh, we'll get into all that story. They kind of put this fire out. I mean, they kind of addressed it and just want to kind of move forward. I think it was just the we're making too many stories. Like the internet says this, the internet says that. I, I, I people are just that's when you know it's slow right news stories. It's so yeah. it's a slow news week. In fact, it's funny. I had a video that I shot that no one cared about the one day, but the next day. It was a slow day in the news. So the outlet reached back out to me and said, hey, can we use this? Because they need to kind of keep content coming. So yeah. they're like, you know what? We'll use this now because there's nothing else to really talk about. So they make stuff news because they got to bring in viewers and clicks. So just so you guys understand the other side of the business. Uh, but it seems like everything's good with Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. The internet tried making a bigger deal about it than it was. But it seems like they are okay. No more to lip readers, people. We don't know what they're saying. I'm, <laughs> it's so dumb. Number eight, Dex. Uh, Number eight, Jeremy Allen White admitting that he is humbled by his superstardom, his rise to fame, Um, because really, I would say over the last year, the dude has become like one of the biggest guys in Hollywood. I mean, after, you know, his role on The Bear, it seems like it's really spotlighted him. I mean, and he's been in Hollywood for a long time at this point. You know, he was on Shameless and he started Shameless when he was like, I would say pretty young and it did like what 12 seasons of shameless. And, mm-hmm. but it was really him transitioning over to being the star of the bear that now has gotten a lot of people's attention. He says that that transition in Hollywood is actually a really good thing for him, that he was introduced to Hollywood. He didn't have all the attention on him during shameless. Um, Cause of obviously William H Macy getting a lot of that attention. Uh, but he said it was good because I had a, a bit of fame and, and stardom and and it was like a slow roll. And so now he can really kind of accept it and understand it and and process it better. Uh, but he's like, you know, I, I really try to just stay grounded because I, I I'm still a normal person under all of this. Uh, he says he's really just humbled, humbled by all the things going on in his life. Um, you know, obviously, we talked about his new Calvin Klein underwear modeling gig that he has going. He just won a Golden Globe. Uh, so he's really just becoming like the new it guy in Hollywood. Yeah, he's great hair, by the way. That's what I think. Like, I haven't cut my hair since November. I feel like it would be cool if I could get my hair going like him. I just don't know how to put my hair in that position. Uh, random thing about me. Back to Jeremy Allen White. Um, <laughs> have you watched The Bear? Have you seen The Bear? No, I haven't watched it. 
I haven't watched. I tried watching like late at night. I tried to get into it, then I fell asleep like ten minutes into it. The one thing I took from it though, the the tattoos they put on them, they're so mm. bad. Like they try to be, they look so fake that it's uncomfortable. Um, I do think that is a cool kind of transition to Hollywood. Like he gradually kind of became a big star, but he is the guy right now. It's funny. A buddy hit me up last week, gave me a tip, said, Hey, uh, if you want, I'm at this coffee shop. Uh, Jeremy Allen white is here. He said, uh, I said, really? And he's like, yeah, he's here. He goes really small guy, tiny guy. Really? Um, he doesn't yeah, look tiny. A, yeah. He's, he's not a tall guy. I'd, I mean, my buddy who said that is a big guy too. And, and he's so he's under normal size then. I mean, it's five eight, five seven, maybe. I don't know how tall. Five know, how seven. Tall oh wow, he is kind of a little shorter. Yeah, I, I mean, I, he doesn't uh, look short in any photos or anything I see. That's really interesting. You know what? When you see him standing next to other people, he's five foot seven. So that is, I wouldn't say short. I wouldn't say tiny, but he's on the shorter side, right? As a guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not Kevin Hart, but was well, that Efron's five eight? Uh, Jeremy Allen White's five seven. No, the guy that's in the relationship with uh, no, that's not him. I thought it was. I was gonna say the guy that's in a relationship who's with uh, Ariana Grande right now. He seems tiny. Maybe it's a little. It's a you know, it's a young king uh, scene right now. You know, yeah, we're going for young kings. Um, <laughs> short kings. Um, short kings. Sorry, short kings. Uh, young kings. Uh, he kings. did say that he he feels really bad for young actors or someone who just hasn't had much experience, and when all of a sudden they break through. It could be more overwhelming in that situation. So he was just saying, look, look, I'm glad I got into it when I was 18. The slow roll to fame worked for me. Um, he, you know, and, and we've seen it a lot, like with Justin Bieber, just like instant superstardom and how it can really be tough on your your life. He seems like a very well-grounded guy. I've from these stories I've heard from him on the streets, you know, he kind of walks around, he doesn't hide. He just mm-hmm. kind of lives his life, and I respect that. And he seems very um, approachable, but humble. And I, yeah, I, I believe this story, and I think he carries himself well. I'm excited to see what he does next. I am surprised that he didn't play Wonka. Oh, he looks yeah. like really Wonka. Timothy Chalamet is the the guy in Hollywood right now. He is, but when you think of what was the guy who played Willy Wonka? What was his name? The old actor. Gene Wilder. Uh, Gene Wilder, yeah. Look at Gene Wilder, then look at Jeremy Allen White. They're sort of identical. They 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 really look like each other. It looks, I don't know. I just yeah, think it would be a really good casting. I, I wasn't I surprised. Shalom is a star. He's yeah. a star. I get it. Uh, Dax number seven. Uh, Kevin Hart claiming that he is in a secret action movie chat group with Tom Cruise, Dwayne Johnson, and a bunch of other huge superheroes, including Harrison Ford, Jackie Chan, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> so he said this while he was uh, doing some promotion for his latest film and uh, was joking about having this, uh, this super group of people, and they all just talk about all the action stuff that they're in and the action stuff they do in real life. Clearly it was a joke. I don't think he is in an actual group chat with all of these people, but it did make a lot of news this week just because he said it. Um, He hasn't, you know, obviously him and uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, they're good friends, but he hasn't been in any movies with Tom Cruise or Harrison Ford or Jet Li or Jackie Chan. So I don't believe it's true, but it would still be funny if it was reality. I mean, that'd be pretty awesome. Actually, that's a great question to my next like big celebrity. Because I always, you know, I've asked questions like, "Who's the biggest number in your phone? Who's the last person you got starstruck by? Mm-hmm. Who's what's the coolest group chat that you're in? 
tell me about the one celebrity group chat there that's like pretty awesome yeah i feel like they never want to talk about it though yeah because you're they're like they feel like they're like outing their friends yeah but it's like at the end of the day i feel like they all love it like it's got like dude look at this i remember the one day i think they want to talk about because they want to be like i'm in this cool crowd i think they would love to talk about it but they're not going to because then they're going to get kicked out of their text group you know it's so funny the other day i was you check who check you check who checks your instagram stories right uh every once in a while yeah Oh, you don't, I, everyone. So if you post a story, how many times how often do I put up stay? stories on my Instagram? Not that often. Yeah, I think if it's up. something that like, <laughs> I like, there's been moments where I'm like, I want someone to see it. So then I will go back and be like, did they see it? Yeah, they saw it, you know? <laughs> no, I get it. So this week I posted some videos and, uh, you know, I interviewed uh, Kevin Hart and Andy Cohen and uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's not on Instagram. I had an Andy Cohen video. I post Andy Cohen. He did not check my story. He doesn't follow me on Instagram, but he did not mm-hmm. check my story. But I have every other time I think I posted Andy Cohen stuff. He always checks my story because I tag oh, really? him. Kevin Hart looked at my story. Nice. I thought that was kind of cool, right? Gotta love that. That's yeah, fun. I don't know. I, I, I screenshot that. I was like, all right, I got to <laughs> save this. Just, so, <laughs> just in case one day if Instagram stole around 20 years from now, I'd be like, dude, look at Kevin, Kevin Hart looking at my Instagram stories or That's if it's fun. even him or whoever runs his Instagram. But I think I think Kevin Hart would actually run his own Instagram. Like he would be the one who has access to it. So at this point, I'm sure he has a team that helps him out. Yeah. But do they think they have access to his DMS? Cause I'm sure he gets a lot of DMS from celebrities and he does. Mm -hmm. He wants to keep stuff private. So the person who helps him, do they have access to his DMS? Gotcha. I don't know how that works. I'd be very curious. I know a buddy who's a celebrity who had an assistant who was able to kind of uh, control his Instagram a little bit. But mm-hmm. he signed. He made the assistant sign NDA, so he would not say anything about the Instagram DMs. Yeah, I'm sure it's the same thing for Kevin Hart or any other massive celeb. Yeah. All right. Number six. Number six is Tom Cruise signing a massive deal with Warner Brothers to develop, produce original and franchise films. This is a big deal because, you know, Tom Cruise has really been connected at the hip with Paramount for so many years. He has really been paramount's big big guy and so he is now signing a developmental deal with warner brothers warner brothers is one of the movie companies that really helped him get his start they did risky business back in the day they've had him do quite a few movies um but this is a strategic partnership uh, between warner brothers and his production company they'll actually have offices on the warner brothers discovery lot in burbank what i found was interesting though is so this isn't an, an exclusive deal. That's where I was kind of shocked. I thought that this big press release was going to be that Tom Cruise will now only be working with Warner Brothers to develop projects. This, you know, he's got a place on the lot. That's not really the case. Um, they don't have an exclusive deal, nor is this like a traditional first look pact. He can make movies with other companies. But the hope is that he will be able to generate the kind of global appealing blockbusters that could spawn sequels and enhance the Warner Brothers bottom line. So I'm like, so what's what's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> he gets an office on the Warner Brothers lot like and they just kind of cross their fingers that whatever he wants to do, they he hopefully brings it to them. I don't know. Seemed a little weird. They did do Magnolia with him back in the day. They did Rock of Ages edge of tomorrow um so he's done a lot of work with warner brothers 
I just, I, I saw this big press release and I thought, oh, wow, they like, locked him down. But they didn't do any of that. So kind of unusual in my opinion. Do you like reading these stories like the business? Because some people might not be interested in these type of stories. Like when he signed with Paramount, they signed with Warner Brothers. I just find it as a guy who's like a big fan of Hollywood interesting. Do you like these stories? Um, I guess no, you I really found care? something interesting in this story, which was okay. that. But not all the time. I mean, sometimes. I, I guess it depends on the story. With Tom Cruise, he's the biggest star on the planet. So, yes, I, I find his moves in Hollywood interesting. Hey, Dax, have you ever went for – I've never – I think I've done it years ago. I think I did NBC or something like years ago. But the, the lot tours, when you get to go to like Warner Brothers or Paramount or Sony, are those lot tours good? I've never – I should have done the Warner Brothers one because you know TMZ was a Warner Brothers show for a long time. So we got like discounts that we could have gone. I just never did it. I've obviously done the, like the universal one, <laughs> you know, but that's, I think that's different because that's, you know, more planned out studio tour. Um, I've been backstage. So like I was able to drive around in a golf cart on the Warner brothers lot, um, but not like going into the different studios and stuff. It was just kind of like seeing people walk around. Are the yeah, are the lots cool or what is it like exactly when you're it's like I feel like is it warehouses or what exactly yeah, are they're the like lots? big massive sound stages. Um, you know, they're not that exciting, but once you get into a sound stage, it's cool because they've you know replicated a home or a building or whatever. So, you know, getting in there and seeing what a set looks like, I think is breaking down that fourth wall, which is pretty cool. I mean, I remember being on the Warner Brothers lot and seeing George Clooney driving around. Really? Uh, yeah. That's it's, pretty cool. Uh, and like I saw his bungalow because he had like a writing bungalow there. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember who else I saw on the on the lot. I remember I, I did the Sony lot, and I saw I think some of the Shark Tank guys walking around because this was pre me going on Shark Tank. Um, and I remember they were filming there, so it was like Damon I think walking down the street. There was someone else I saw. I don't remember, but. I've been on a couple lots. They're okay. I mean, I'd rather be in a, a soundstage and actually seeing the set because that's more fun to me. I got I went, uh, Danielle Fischel took me once to um, when it was Girl Meets World when they did the revamp, yeah. remember? So mm -hmm. she had me come because we were pretty good buddies. And I went and saw that. And it was like cool just to see all the rooms next to each other when... On the show, it looks like, you know, they're going from the school to the home to there and... In reality, they're like right next to each other on the set, which is just kind of fun. Yeah, that's really cool. I would love to go just just experience. I've driven by them. Uh, I did the Universal tour, which is part of Universal Studios. And I actually got a kick out of that because you got to see where they filmed mm -hmm. Back to the Future, which I was like, oh, my God, this is I wanted to get out of like the shuttle and like really kind of walk around it and take it in. Uh, and then I think it's where they also shot the movie The Burbs, which I love The Burbs. Yep. So, yeah, it's one of those things I kind of want to do. All right, uh, Dex, number five. Uh, Pete Davidson revealing that he was actually high on ketamine while he was at Aretha Franklin's funeral. If you remember this, he was at the funeral because Ariana Grande, his then fiance at the time, was invited to go and sing and be a part of it. So he was obviously there to be there with her. Uh, but he was he, he was he's now admitting a lot of things. He has another um, one hour long special. Um, that's called Pete Davidson Turbo Fonzarelli. Um, and 
he, he's admitting a lot of stuff. He talks a lot about his drug use in the past and how he's passed and how he's like changed up his life. And he's been honest about using ketamine and, and all this kind of stuff. But he said he actually regrets being high on ketamine at Aretha Franklin's funeral because he goes, yeah, I, I actually said something really embarrassing um, to her family. He goes, I, I fucked up, right? I was at Aretha Franklin's funeral and I, I have to live with that. You know what I mean? Uh, she'll never know, but still there's not that, there's not that point. Um, that's not the point it, that he embarrassed himself. I guess he went up to her family members. He goes, I was so high that I thought it'd be a good idea to go up her family and go, Hey, I'm just here to pay my R-E-S-P-E-C-T. S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you idiot. Um, so he, he talks about a lot of embarrassing moments in his life. It just, he's, he's being really real in a lot of these specials that he is releasing. Yeah. I mean, uh, the stand special, I didn't watch, I watched half of it so far. It's, I, at first is I had to check my TV. One? What'd you say? Is it Netflix or did he release it, it somewhere else? It's, it's Netflix and it's okay. black and white. I was like, is this my tea? But it's like black and white ish. It's like a mm -hmm. font. Um, it's good. He seems very comfortable on stage. He obviously put a lot of time into it and a lot of work onto it. So I, I would, it was good for what it was. I thought some people were going to, I think some people were thinking that he was going to get more into the Kardashian stuff and a lot more into yeah. his relationships, which he didn't. But I think that's what people were sort of, um, sort of interested in. I so yeah, that's. Well, um, I think all of his life is interesting, and all the people he's dated, and so he's got five more specials worth of women he's dated that we all know about. Yeah, no, it was it was a solid special. It's fun again. So far, what I saw, he definitely put a lot of work into it. Good job on Pete. Check it out. Let us know your thoughts on the Pete Davidson special, and if you're a fan of his stand-up comedy, let us know in our private Facebook group off the record. Very curious about your guys' thoughts. Uh, Dax number four, uh, Lisa Bonet filing for divorce from Jason Momoa. This is. 18 years after they became a couple, um, but two years after they announced their separation. If you remember, they announced their separation a long time ago, and everyone was pretty shocked then, but there was no divorce that followed after it. Um, but she did end up filing it on Monday, and this comes, you know, after after she she cited that the petition cites irreconcilable differences as a reason for the split. Um, the filing says neither person should get financial support and that the two have agreed on how to split their assets and that they should both have joint custody of their 16 year old daughter and 15 year old son. And, um, it seems like it's going to be pretty smooth. I think the judge already has signed off on it, like literally a day later, but a lot of stars or famous people will do this. It's like you get all of your ducks in a row so that it's not long drawn out and, and then you file and then it's like clean, simple and done with. So, um, you know, he has been traveling the world, filming different shows, uh, kind of sounds like it, he did like a, a, a recent sit down interview. I can't remember who it was with, but basically said, yeah, I, I don't have a home right now. I am on the road. I am doing my thing. And he, he actually, I think, enjoys living his life, traveling and getting to know people and just being like a, a wanderer. Yeah, I think he said next he's going to New Zealand to film Minecraft, which kind of feels like a kind of a nice life. If you mm -hmm. can afford it and you can stay at a very nice hotel and you did very, you know, you have people and friends sort of everywhere and you could, again, like I said, you could afford it. It's kind of like a fun thing to do. 
to kind of have that well, type of and experience you, the moment. You know, the, the movie company is going to be paying for his hotel. So it's like, that's not even coming out of his wallet. You're just, yeah, you're just along for the ride. And you, you're not strapped down to anywhere. I don't know. That would be hard for me. I like structure, but it, it, it does sound interesting. Yeah. Uh, I met him again a few weeks ago when he was hosting SNL. Cool guy. Nice guy. I respect him. He was very nice. So, um, Jason Momoa, we support you. Number three, Dex. <laughs> uh, Michael support Strahan, you. Uh, we support you. I think he'll be doing just fine without our support. Uh, <laughs> I think Lisa Bonet will be doing just fine without our support as well. Um, all right. Michael Strahan's daughter, Isabella, who is 19, reveals that there uh, she had a brain tumor diagnosis. Uh, but she's got to obviously just keep living every day was her quote. Um, so she's been undergoing treatment after being diagnosed with medulla blastoma which is a common malignant tumor that arises in the soul oh god what you can't give me medical terminology i suck at this <laughs> shit cerebellum uh which is kind of like at the base of the skull and uh she opened up about her health news on good morning america her and her dad sat down and kind of talked with robin roberts all about what's been going through uh what they've been going through why he's been away from co-anchoring for so long it's all been because of her diagnosis i guess the tumor was like the size of a golf ball or even like a little larger than a golf ball um, and then she's had to do radiation. She's our, our chemotherapy. Um, she's been going through quite a lot. And Michael is like, yeah, I needed to be there for my daughter. That's why I haven't um, been at work recently. Yeah. Um, tough situation. Um, she seems like she's in a good mental state. I saw the uh, interview. Mm -hmm. Props on her for speaking about it. Um, well, I think and, it's good because uh, you. You, you say things that might spark interest or might spark concern in someone else that doesn't realize that they also have a problem that needs to get checked out. I guess she said it was like back in early October is when she really started to notice she was having headaches, nausea. She couldn't walk straight and she was kind of just shrugging it off as like vertigo. But then it kind of took a turn for the worse and she was throwing up blood and her family was like, all right, you really need to go get checked out. And uh, and like get a thorough checkout. And so she did it. And that's when doctors at Cedar sinai did the full MRI. They discovered she had that fast growing tumor in the back of her brain. And, um, and she goes, it just it didn't feel real. She goes, I don't really remember much. I just remember trying to figure out how to to get to. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Michael was the one who said it didn't feel real and that he was just trying to figure out how to get to L.A. like as fast as he could to be ne next to his daughter. Um, and then he took a bunch of time off. So anyway, this is a, a pretty uh, I guess they can be pretty common. This uh, medulla blastoma. There's about 500 children a year that get diagnosed with it. So keep an eye on your kids. And, yeah, uh, go to the doctor, symptoms. get checked up. Take advantage of that health insurance. You know, I, some of my buddies have health insurance. I'm like, uh, they never go to the doctor. I'm like, how do you, you pay for this? Just go to the doctor. Why not? You're yeah. already paying for it. So take advantage of it. If you have health insurance, trust me, I struggled without health insurance for a while. You know what happened, Dex? Hmm. I had health. I had, when I was like 20, I was in my mid twenties. I didn't have a job. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, when I, I was doing like, I was trying to find work and I was doing, I was a golf caddy at the time and I was paying for health insurance and it wasn't, it wasn't cheap. I said, why am I paying for health insurance? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like get rid of my health insurance. I'm just gonna live. I'm a healthy kid. Oof, bad idea. Three weeks later, after I can't, I got rid of my health insurance. I got a hernia, and oh. uh, I had to. Then I had to go back on health insurance, and then I couldn't get. 
a, a surgery right away because you can't go, you can't get, as soon as you go on insurance, you have to like wait, you can't go in there with pre-existing problems. Dishes, so I had to yeah. wait three months with a hernia. A hernia. And then I finally oh, got a hernia. God. Yeah. So that, that was sucks. weird. Yeah. Um, how do we go from Michael Strahan to my hernia? Yeah, pretty weird. <laughs> Such a random show. Dax, number two. Number two, Selena Gomez. Uh, it has been announced that she will portray Linda Ronstead in an upcoming biopic. Uh, Rolling Stone confirmed this news. Uh, fans began to like speculate. They thought that maybe this was the case after Selena, Selena posted uh, uh, on Instagram that she was reading Ron Sand's 2013 memoir, Simple Dreams. And so people were like, putting the two things together. Wait, she's reading this. And then Linda, who um, is also of Mexican descent, it just kind of like makes sense that she would be playing her. Like it's a, it's a good casting for Linda's life story. Um, and so um, I guess this could be happening. I, I, there's not many other details other than that she'll be playing her. Um, I don't know when it's filming. I don't know when it's going to be released. I, I, I don't know anything else other than she's going to be, be playing Linda. Yeah, uh, big, big role for Selena Gomez. It's really she's getting these great acting roles right now. She's well, becoming I feel like she slowed down it. years ago, but in the last like two years, Selena's really put on some gas on her career. How and why? I don't know, but I think well, because she wants like, to she she we've talked about it. She she doesn't want to do the music thing as much anymore. She wants to focus on acting. That was her first love, you know, Wizards of Waverly Place. She is an actress at heart. And so she's, I think, focusing more on her career of like, okay, get I want my agent to get me more roles in acting, less music stuff, right? Um, this could be a huge trajectory for her because if you think about it, all the recent biopics, you know, with Queen, Elton John, Motley Crue, Elvis Presley, like when people play a famous person, that's when they normally get nominated for an Oscar. On it, it's like happens yeah. over and over and over again. And if she does a good job, boom, you've got the Oscar nomination. Now, you know, she's in a different category too. Yeah, she's she's really I don't know what Selena's doing, but I think it's also she does little things in news that keeps her name relevant. And that crowd that is her fan base, they definitely click on her. And yep. that's why people keep going on Selena Gomez stories. There's just a lot of interest around her, and she's she she's unique. She's interesting and she stays relevant. I think just people are just curious what she's going to do next with Selena. So good casting though for her. Um, all right, cool. Let's go on to Dax, the number one story of the week, which Selena Gomez is still involved in. Selena Gomez, another story. Uh, but yeah, so the number one story of the week has been this Kylie Jenner, Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, uh, all big rumors going around that uh, Kylie Jenner actually blocked Selena Gomez from going up to take a selfie with Timothy Chalamet. Um, there's a, a bunch of stories. I, I want to say I read one in Daily Mail saying that uh, the reason is that uh, Kylie is just very protective of her new romance with him and uh, fears that other women want to break them up. Um, so she, that was the reason that she kind of blocked Selena from getting this selfie. And Selena knows Timothy. They did a movie together back in the day. So they are friends. Um, and when you watch them at the Golden Globes, they were kind of like all over each other, kissing, hanging out. I, I heard from a couple insiders that they were basically kind of like in their own world that during commercial breaks, that's kind of the time where 
actors or celebrities will kind of like mingle with each other that they just kind of sat at their table engrossed in conversation with each other and kissing and making out and that's what it is um i still find it weird to think that kylie would block her from speaking to chalamet that just doesn't seem like that seems weird doesn't it yeah i mean he's a big star she can really just be like oh don't talk to him like they they work together already I don't know. Something seems off with this whole story. And then there was the the viral moment when uh, people were saying that Selena was going back to tell, tell Taylor Swift about being blocked from the photo. And you see Taylor kind of respond like shocking. And Selena went on social media and said, no, no, no. I was just telling her about two friends that hooked up. Like it's not it wasn't about Kylie or Timothy. Like it's all good. Um, lip readers. Didn't lip readers actually confirm that it was about Timothy and Kylie? They tried to say that, but then Selena says, and she put on her Instagram, I was not, I was talking about another friend who hooked up and no, I know, but I think, I think, um, I think a lip reader confirmed that it it was about Kylie and Timothy, even though she had said differently. Who knows? I can't read lips, so I I can't confirm or deny that. It's just that fan base starring drama and trying to all think they know what's going on. It's the new soap opera. You know, our parents grew up watching soap operas, soap operas. This is the new soap opera. And um, Selena Gomez is basically had to put out a statement saying, guys, this is this. She basically had to put out the fire. Then she quits Instagram. She comes back to Instagram I don't know. What is the latest with Selena Gomez? Well, she, well, she, she said, you know, she posted a photo of Benny Blanco and like a kid and said, I'm, I'm going to take a step away and really focus on what's important in life. And then 20 hours later, she's back posting on Instagram. I'm like, oh, my God, make up your mind. <laughs> and why if I think people can just disappear off social media, you don't have to announce that you're not going to be there because now there's going to be people who are like, you said you were taking a break. You didn't take a break. So she needs to stop announcing she's taking breaks because then people are turning that into something, you know? She did it as yeah. well back in October after everything that was going on in Israel. She needed to take a break. Um, but she's she's not taking long breaks, so it's just kind of funny to announce it and then not stick to it. Isn't it crazy that you have to make an announcement if you're not going to post anymore, if you're going to break? No, just don't do it. Just don't just, do it. Just don't just don't post. Go live your life. But it does make news when they decide to do something like that. But that was the biggest story of the week. And it was kept people kept going on and on. And I'm like, Come, just stop. Just stop well, at this. I think it just because it involved the four of the biggest celebrities like in the world when it comes to like social media and young teenagers like selena gomez one of the most followed people on instagram kylie one of the most followed people on instagram taylor swift one of the most successful people in the world timothy chalamet the biggest actor in hollywood right now so it was like such a good combination of people and drama that that's why i got so much attention yeah so she uh again she returned to social media with a video with her and gordon ramsay uh, and then next week she'll make some other news somehow. How? I don't know, but she'll do something interesting and we're all going to talk about it. So give me some, I like some good, I don't know. When's Kim, Kim's been out of the news for a while, right? We haven't spoken about Kim we, Kardashian we in a while. What is happening? Yeah. What is going on? Is Kim just taking a good break? 
By the way, did you see Saltburn? Everyone's talking about Saltburn. I gotta watch this thing. I haven't watched it yet. I went to look for it. What what does it play on? I thought it was on Netflix. I I think it could be Prime, Amazon Prime. I'll have to pay for it. Oh god. Yeah, I gotta watch it through my neighbor's window and go off their subscription. Oh yeah, yay. Um <laughs> you just all right, that joke's bombed. All right, uh guys, thank you guys for checking out the raw rundown. Um, we had a good episode in the middle of the week. Thank you guys for hanging with us. Check out our private Facebook group called Off the Record. Follow me at Adam Glenn, follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. Leave us some reviews and see you guys next week. Bye. A Huda Media Production.